Next on BYUSN, Jaron Hall makes its Senior Bowl official, but does accepting that invitation mean it's official official that he's going pro? And how did the Cougars do on early football signing day? Are we cool with 71st? Welcome to BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Yes, it is that time of year. Thursday, December 22nd, I am Spencer Linton. He is Studio B holiday interior decorator, Jerem Jordan. Kind of is. Mark Pulp asked for a Christmas tree and some Christmas spirit in this place. It looks great. It looks way better than my setup in my house. Jeez. You taking notes? You taking notes right now? You nah. gonna go home with some of that? Nah, it's all good. Hey, on today's show, is Jaron Hall leaving? We'll talk about uh, you know the Senior Bowl move and what it means. And uh, got new defensive coach Sione uh, Puha. I keep messing that name up. Say it again. Yes, yeah, Puha. Puha. Yeah. Uh, will be uh, you know uh, he, he's a he's a coach that uh, you know is recently signed by BYU. We're excited to talk to Sione. Linebacker Siali Sarah will join us as well. Talk about his decision to come to BYU. Um, you know, what, was he swayed by other schools? NIL, what, what is it like to be recruited in the NIL era? Plus, a bigger game than we thought tonight with yep. Weber State. Lauren Gustin does something she's never done before. What? And, hey, it's our last show until next Thursday. We're going to take some time off. So let's get after it with today's headlines. Let's go ahead and dive into this whole Jaron Hall situation. The BYU junior quarterback has officially accepted his Senior Bowl invite. Larissa's Senior Bowl account making that public on Twitter this morning. Much more on this in just a moment. And while we're discussing BYU football roster news, linebacker Max Tooley says he will return for one more season. Center Connor Pay also running it back with the Cougars for one more season, but Linebacker Keenan Peely has signed with Tennessee. Mm. A big and surprising move there for Keenan. Football signing day features 16 guys signing with the Cougars, 13 from high school, three transfers, notably four defensive linemen, three backers to go with two tight ends and others. More on the early signing class coming up in the West Trend. BYU men's basketball hosting a holiday hoops party against Weber State. Final non-conference game for the Cougars who will try and win a fifth consecutive game. Weber State coming off a shocking win at then undefeated Utah State. BYU Sports Nation game day for this in-state showdown begins at 8 Eastern live on BYU TV and the app. Women's Hoops beats Monmouth 70-50 led by Lauren Gustin's career-high 23 rebounds to go with 12 points. Five Cougars in double figs led by Ariel Mackey Williams with 15. Cougars continue WCC play next Thursday with the league lid lifter against Pacific on BYU TV. I'm guessing you've uh, erased the deficit in fantasy basketball, but that's a conversation for another day. I know all the numbers. Yeah. Congrats to BYU football legend Fred Warner, the San Francisco 49ers linebacker star named as a Pro Bowl starter for the NFC team. Fred's second Pro Bowl in his flourishing career. And top drawer soccer's postseason top 100 features three Cougars. Brecken Mozingo at 43, Leveni Vaca 56, Jamie Shepard at 74. Izzy Stratton made the freshman top 100 list as well at number six in breaking news. Bioi Cougars announces the first official uh, NIL deal from the university itself. Uh, Royal Blue, a collective uh, that is going to help support the athletes through NIL, officially just announced details on BYUGroups.com, yeah. RoyalBlueCollective.org. Yeah, we, we had seen things coming out on social media. This was coming down the pipeline. Now it's official. Yeah, Mitch Harper reporting with uh, KSL Sports yesterday. So that's exciting. There have been some others, right, not officially attached to BYU, but now BYU has its own official one. 
you just got to compete in this space. And BYU's uh, entering this, this area to try and be the most competitive it can be in that because some student athletes, uh, probably a lot, that really matters to them. Absolutely. And it, and it should. They can get paid for what they're doing. It's just uh, there's a lot going on in this world that's pretty interesting with people saying, you're tampering and we lost this. Pat Marduzzi uh, of Pitt just coming out and saying, hey, we lost one to Utah based on NIL potentially, Ooh. which I would love for everyone to just name names. That would be fun. You could get really messy, <laughs> really messy. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. Navigates his way into the end zone. What's Trending, presented by Tim Daly Ford, part of the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. Fire went away. It's much colder in here. <laughs> Warm it up. Warm it up with hot takes. Yes. And let's, uh, you know, some, yeah, some hot chocolate as well. Really? Speaking, speaking of chocolate, there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's, Jerem. Thank you. Especially at the Senior Bowl. Jaron Hall makes it official for the Reese's Senior Bowl, but does that mean he is officially declaring for the NFL draft. Technically, no, but he gone. It seems like he's gone. Uh, we'd love a decision from Jaron soon because, uh, hey, BYU's got a uh, notable P5 quarterback sitting there uh, waiting. Hopefully it doesn't go elsewhere. And uh, perhaps even uh, another quarterback. So, yeah, uh, does it make it official? No. Um, he's in the same case as Puka Nakua, which is I've accepted the invite. I'm keeping my options open. Certainly we'd love to have Jaron Hall back at BYU. But if he's going to be back at BYU, we need to know soon so that uh, other potential quarterbacks can go elsewhere or if he's leaving that they can uh, join BYU. Sure. Certainly he could be waiting on official draft grades uh, from the league. He could be waiting on just his own decision. Who knows? But it would be great to have that decision sooner than later. I just don't understand why he would do this if he were going to come back to BYU. Because yeah. he didn't sure. have to make it official that he is today. going to the Reese's Senior Bowl today. Unless may they maybe well, gave him a deadline. Yeah, They're like, they hey, did. we got to know by the 22nd, are you in or are you out? But let's be honest. We don't know. He gone. But if he were like legitimately considering coming back, maybe at that point, even if they are giving him an ultimatum, he's like, ah, you know what? I'm out. I'm not going to be playing in the Reese's Senior Bowl. And at that point, we'd be like, okay, yeah. Jaron's probably coming back to BYU. Uh, Jaron is a good, full-of-integrity person. I do not see him saying, I'm in for this game, and then at the last minute being like, hey, sorry, Reese's Senior Bowl committee, I'm out. I don't think you don't have integrity if you do that, though. Well, I just don't know why he would do it. Like, It doesn't seem like he, he's a very well-thought-out and planned-out person. It doesn't seem his style to, like, at the last second, just be like, I'm going to pull a quick one. And Unless they I'm, gave him an I'm going to get out. Just right? like, yeah, so I'll that, say that, yes now. I can pull out that by is the one January yeah. 28th or We whatever. don't know. Yeah. That's the one factor we don't know about is that if the Senior Bowl committee was like, hey, we need to know something by this day. I don't even know when the Senior Bowl is. When is the Senior Bowl? Uh, <laughs> no they don't list it on the prism I've, card that I've they no put idea. out of Jaron Hall. So February yeah, 4th. February 4th. Okay. So roughly six weeks from now. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that is, maybe that's it. Like, hey, six weeks out, we got to know. Are you in or you out? And he says, for now, I'm in. But I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think that, that there's any indication that he's not going pro if he is accepting this invitation. And we went through all the details before, right? Like, yeah, we, Ben we, reached out to the senior bowl. We, 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 got it. we did the research and found out. Like, we you, didn't do a jack squat. Ben did. 
Sorry, I'm talking collectively BYU Sports Nation. The Royal yes, Ben Bagley. Blue BYUSN Collective. That's what we call ourselves. Yes. So technically Ben, but yes, we as a collective, we did the research. We presented it on the show. If you accept, it doesn't mean you have yeah. to play in the game. Yeah. Uh, Puka Nakua. Hey, getting Blake, engaged. You know? Blake Freeland also received an invitation. So Hasn't accepted. He has not accepted that. Does, what does it means that mean? He's coming does back. That mean I don't Blake know. Freeland what it means. wants to be back at BYU. I don't know. Just tell me if you're coming back or not. Okay. So yeah. maybe maybe we need to get the BYU Sports Station Royal Blue Collective Research Team to find out if there is an ultimatum today. I don't I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I I mean my initial instinct like seeing this morning was good for Jaron. Good for him. If he's going to go and do this and pursue the NFL, it's going to be awesome, and he's going to get drafted, and he is probably going to go somewhere where he's going to be able to sit behind a veteran star, learn for a little bit, and then have his shot. Hopefully he's on a good team, right? Um, yeah. Okay, topic two, enough of that. We have one more signing to mention from signing day. Ethan Thomason, uh, offensive tackle, 6'8", 320 from Fort Collins, Colorado, Rocky Mountain High School. This dude is massive. 6'8", 320? Mission first guy, three-star, big-time recruit, number five overall prospect in Colorado. Look at the names who were recruiting him. The Fighting Keenan Peelys of Tennessee, Nebraska, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, and Utah. And BYU got him. Here's Daryl Funk on the big man. Yeah, we're really excited about Ethan Thomason um, coming from Rocky Mountain High School in Fort Collins, Colorado. Big athletic basketball player. Uh, he's got a really bright future. We're excited about what he will bring to the table when he gets to Provo, and, uh, and I think he's going to have a great career. So 17 dudes from yesterday. Excited about Ethan. He's been on the radar for a while, and a guy that's been committed. And then, uh, oh, oh, it's just yeah, he's this, a monster. This guy's this guy's the next in line of the <laughs> six foot eight tackles at BYU. The the Blake Freelands, the Braden Kimes, Brady Christensen's the, not quite six eight, yeah, but the, yeah, just awesome. Okay, so now that we have 17 dudes, there will be more between now and February. By the way. So it's not over, but what's your reaction to the early signing class for BYU? I was a little surprised at the number 71 overall rating. I thought, Rivals. Wow, seven, yeah. 71. Now, does Rivals only include prep recruits, or does that include transfer portal guys that have already been in the game and their stars that they had when they came out of high school? I don't know that because it does. Because BYU is so low in these rankings, I don't really pay attention because it's inconvenient. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, does that... <laughs> So I, I'm looking you at, higher, I'd be like, oh, 40 you know, I'm looking second. At, I'm awesome. looking at 71, and I'm like, okay, yeah. you know. Middle of the pack, and BYU, you know, they lost a couple of key recruits late. That hurts this rating for sure. But the Cougars are trying to make up for that by getting some big-time four-star guys in the transfer portal, and we haven't been able to talk about a few of them because of the decision that Jaron Hall is going to make about whether to come back or, or go forward. So how does that impact the class at I all? I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a Band-Aid effect, you know? Like, okay, the prep rankings were 71, but if BYU, like, does well in the transfer portal, I think that makes everybody feel a little bit better. I would rather do better in the transfer portal than this. Now, you need both. Let's not act like it's just transfer portal. Um, that You need both. BYU basketball, for example. BYU has three transfers um, on this team in Rudy and Noah and Jackson. They have been good. Sure. If they have been better, BYU wouldn't be 9-5, and five, right? BYU would be 10-3 and three or 11-2, and two, right? They are getting better, which is exciting. But you also need Dallin Hall and Richie Saunders yes, and yes. Foose and Atiki, who you got out of high school. Yes. Okay, you need both. But at quarterback and running back, BYU is in the 
we need a P5 transfer kind of guy. Aiden Robbins was a P5 guy, UNLV, dot, dot, dot. Trust me, just look at him run. Tell me he's not a P5 running back. Oh, my gosh. Regardless of where he went to school last. But the 71st, certainly um, BYU has a bunch of three stars. And if you get some more four stars, that would bump up, dot, dot, dot. But I would rather have a four-ish star quarterback come in and establish that than, okay, then see what you have later. You need both. Again, you need a Ryder Burton to maybe be the guy in four years, three years. Who knows? Maybe it's two years if BYU gets a one-and-done guy. Sure, sure. Um, who, who knows? It's important, though, that BYU at some point climb these class rankings. I know we want to just, like I said, ignore them. But if BYU is going to compete for a Big 12 title, you cannot be 71st in the rankings. You've got to be in the top 40. And the, nas- the people that actually go to the playoff and like win the national title, sure, sure. they are top 10 recruiting classes. Even with that said, Miami is top 10, and they stink. Texas A&M was number one last year. They were terrible. Didn't even make a bowl game. As you take a look at the rankings in yeah, the Big yeah, 12, yeah, right? Yeah, let's, let's look at those okay. numbers, okay? Texas is always number one. They don't win the league. So there's something to, well, you have to recruit to be competitive, but it doesn't mean everything. BYU is excellent at the following. Coaching, development, character, okay? Those things matter. And BYU always overachieves when you see the recruiting rankings and where BYU placed this season. BYU ends up 8-5. and five. That means you're one of the top 50 teams in, in FBS or whatever. 12th in the Big 12, by the way, right now for BYU. Not good enough. Um, but in the next couple of years, BYU will continue with increased continuity, new defensive staff, new league, NIL collective sure. announced today, the Royal Blue. We got our own that just does research, apparently. Okay. The, you're, we're moving in the right direction. But to beat 71st, 56th last year, I need BYU to be top 40. Can I tell you why none of this matters, Jerem? 71. Can I just tell you right now why it doesn't matter? Okay. Because it's not good, so we don't like no, it? No, no, I'm telling you. Like, let's just, let's, let's just look at the history. Can let's B- look at, you're a big guy on the numbers, Can right? BYU like, compete numbers. for a Big 12 title with the 71st or 56th? Well, let me ask you this. Could BYU, no. could BYU compete when they had the 78th best ranking, according to 24-7 Sports, with this class? Gunnar Romney, Zach Wilson, Tyler Algier, Dax Milne. That was the 78th best recruiting class. In 2018. You're right. Did they it did, matter? They did win the 2020 Independent Championship. They went 10-3 and three in 2021. Yeah, net, but now you're in a P5 league. Now it's every week. It's not going to be good enough. BYU's got to get in the top 40 to compete for the Big I'm 12 I'm just saying people that overreact to this, like, I feel like we need to come to a middle ground here because some people are like, oh, amazing, Texas A&M number one recruiting. They were 5-7 and seven this year. But I would rather be Texas A&M with the number one class. I wouldn't because, because that's huge expectations and then just an awful fallout. I wouldn't want to be that. I would, I would then rather they have be, the mass would rather, exodus. Would you rather have the number one signing class or not? Like, I would rather no, have No, I it. wouldn't want to be Texas A&M right now. Heck no. I would rather generally be Texas A&M. Like, where you know you've got talent, you've got to figure it out. Do you have the right coach? Blah, blah, blah. BYU is good at a lot of things. It's got to get better at the actual like amount of four stars it brings in. That doesn't mean you disregard the great three stars and the development that you have. And Tyler Algier is no stars to now awesome rookie in the NFL and amazing running back he was, BYU. He was, he was a two-star technically. You, okay, two-star. You need all, a.k.a. not an NFL projected draft pick. You need all of it. Um, I am not content with that, nor will I ignore it 
Uh, BYU's got to get better and continue to evolve. I think they're going in the right direction. Sure. Again, we're not talking about winning eight games in the Big 12. I think if BYU continues to do what it does, it can get to that level. I'm talking about winning a league title. Sure. You've got to have like four or five more kind of four-star guys that put you over the hump. Then in four years, you have 20 of those guys together. Like, BYU got dragged through the mud, and this was coming out their worst season in 50 years, by the way. This, this is the recruiting class after going four and nine. So 78. A lot of those guys were developed. Brady Christensen, two-star. Dax Milne. There, there is a huge Zach was a component there. Huge yeah. component there. So, yeah, BYU needs to be better. I'm not saying that they don't. What I'm saying is the overreaction to 71? Oh, it's terrible. Stop it. I just listed four and current NFL players from that class that was ranked worse than this one. And we're not sure how they would have done in a Big 12, for example. Like, is that an 8-4 <laughs> and four team in the Big 12? I have no idea if it's a 10-2 or 8-4. Would you take 8-4 eight eight in the Big 12? I would. Yes, but, again, I'm not talking about 8-4 regular season. I'm talking about winning a Big 12 yeah. title. You've got to get better in recruiting. Oh. And is that not the goal? For is sure. Is that not the goal? Get better, but don't overreact. On a scale of 1 but to 5. But also don't underreact okay. to that. Okay. <laughs> a scale of 1 to 5 tonight as we push towards basketball. How confident are you that BYU can show up and beat Weber State? I'm confident, but I'm also aware that BYU a couple weeks ago lost to UVU in South Dakota. Like, just because BYU is headed this direction doesn't mean it will always stay that way. I expect a couple more bumps in the road this season. Sure. I don't know if that happens tonight. I feel like BYU is in a good place. Um, but what, what I'm really concerned about is Thursday night at Pacific next week. Like, that's just a weird game. Obviously, Weber State, you look at the record and the numbers and you go, well, isn't BYU going to win this handily? Weber State came back down 18 in Logan at Utah State on Monday night. That was a tremendous win against a previously undefeated team. You look at the net ranking and then Ken Palm, the efficiency and so on, this looks like a, a comfortable BYU win. And it might be, Spence, so I'm going to answer your question, finally, with a three. Okay. I I, I'm not like a five or four, but I'm like, okay, listen, if BYU plays the way it's been playing the last yeah. couple of games, yeah. yeah. They should win this handily at home. Yet, I am aware of what Weber State can do. They have a couple of elite three-point shooters. Dylan Jones is one of the top players in the country. Defensive rebounding the ball, 8.6 a game. Second in the country. He's got six double-doubles, more than Foose. Like, that's going to be a tough matchup for a Gideon George type uh, tonight, perhaps, as, as a small forward there. So, I'm interested to watch tonight's game. This was a game that, hey, it's insane, it's interesting. It's way more interesting now than it was. Because of what Weber State did in Logan, like, BYU is now aware. Yeah. Like, it's to Weber State's detriment against BYU specifically because they did what they did in Logan. Now it's like all hands on deck, full preparation. You've got our attention. So because of that, I feel a little bit more confident than you. I probably go with, like, three and a half. If, if, we're allowed to, if we're not allowed to do half, then we'll round it up to four. But because... BYU is aware of what Weber State is capable of now and saw it firsthand against Utah State. They're on alert, and I like their chances at home to finish the non-conference at 10-5. and five. They I'd were 5-5. I'd take that. It's a football turnaround again, but with basketball. Not yes. Yeah. All right. Let's hear from you in Voice of the Nation. Our question of the day is this. If you could get one Christmas gift for a BYU team or athlete, mm. what would it be? Who are you giving it to? Good question. All right. Jim Roberts on Twitter says, a no-loss January. Ooh. So that would include men's and women's basketball 
and gymnastics and men's volleyball and men's volleyball it's a lot of sports <laughs> <laughs> okay good gift from jim roberts hashtag byusn twitter facebook and instagram to join that conversation that'd be at least one st mary's win i'm trying to remember are there two games in february with gonzaga let's go BYU men's hoops <laughs> tonight as mentioned byu and weber state eight eastern time byu sports nation game day gets ready game on byu tv as well at nine eastern hey weber state coming in hot let's go up next on BYU Sports Nation, Ciale Acera, the second highest rated recruit for BYU football in this class, joins us to talk about what it's like to be recruited in the NIL era and why he chose BYU. Stay with us. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. Welcome back to BYU Sports Station. Follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. He is Jerem. I am Spencer. Welcome back to the show. This portion of BYUSN presented by Marisk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. We are now thrilled to have with us in Studio B one of the newest members of the BYU football team. He is a four-star yeah. recruit, a linebacker, big-time get for BYU football at a Tim Few High School in Provo, Utah, Ciala Acera. Ciala, welcome What's up, man? Thank you. to BYU Sports Nation. Oh, thank you for having me on the show, man. It's a, it's a pleasure. What were the last 24 hours like for you with this thing going official and you finally being able to say, I am now a member yeah. of the BYU football team? You know, honestly, it was surreal. Um, it was surreal to me because growing up, I've always been a BYU fan. I've lived, I lived, I bleed blue growing up, you know, I lived not so far away from the stadium, went to almost every game, home game that I could. Um, and now to just think that I'd be signing and be playing in that same field that I grew up watching was just surreal to me. And it was just, when I, when I signed that pen, um, that pen to paper, it was just, it was like a dream come true, you know, so. It was great. Was it a no-brainer, or did it become tough? Because I'm sure there were other schools that were uh, heavily recruiting you as well. You know, going throughout going throughout that process, it was it it really did like pull me in like different ways. To be honest, I, I won't I won't lie about that. It, it really did pull me in different ways. But I knew deep down in my heart that BYU was the right place for me, like through and through. So. What's it like being? Are you what are you? 17, 18? 18. Yes. 18. Okay. What's it like being an 18-year-old kid in the era of name, image, likeness, in the era of open everything? Like, w what does pull at you? What, what interests you? What do you care about and what mattered to you in this process? Uh, going into this process, especially with the new um, NIL deals, going, going haywire and rucking up mess inside of the recruiting business um, in college football, it was truly it was a different experience than I thought it would be going into this recruiting experience. Um, it did... It did pull me and sway me a little bit. Not gonna lie, money, money does that to you. Um, and uh, but going through talking to my parents and everything, we said that first of all, a scholarship is for my education. You know, getting a degree was called, was my first goal um, ever since I got the scholarship. And so, even with the NIL deals, I feel like it did it did sway me somewhat. But I felt like no matter. No matter what happened or what I went through in this recruiting process, I felt like BYU was always anchoring me home. So, and it is interesting because once you graduate, money is the factor. Yes. Right in a job, um, and now it's partially the factor uh, in college football, depending on where you go and whatnot. But as an 18-year-old, did you feel like you had to grow up quick with a lot of this stuff coming at you? Uh, I think I think a little bit. You know, it, 
it, a little bit. I feel like you had to mature enough to focus on your goals and not get swayed by certain details and certain things that people were throwing at you. So in that sense, I feel like you did have to grow up a little bit faster. But you know, it's 18 years old, it's still 18. You know, it's not, it's not you haven't hit the 20s yet. You know what I mean? But <laughs> you should be able to have some fun. Yeah, you got time. You got time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's been nice. He is Cialia Serra, new recruit for BYU football on BYU Sports Nation. You mentioned it's surreal to sign on the dotted line and know that you're going to play in the stadium you grew up going to, but now you're doing it in the Big 12 Conference. Hey, oh, yes. good timing. And BYU is a Power 5 program. So how much did that influence what you were going to do and help you to kind of lock in on BYU knowing that things are moving in a different direction? Yes, no, yeah, most definitely. Like, going into the Big 12 played a big part. I feel like... Going into the Big 12, coming out of independence, it truly did play a big role in me staying home and staying home and being here, being able to play here. Um, going into that Big 12 conference, it's it's, it's going to be big. It's going to be big for BYU, especially for our team, the way we're going to have to adapt to a new style of play, um, especially with the more of a power offense that those Big 12 teams run. I feel like we're going to have to play more downhill, more physical. Um, I, I feel like that's what Coach Hill and Coach Pop and Coach Buhar are going to bring, bring to this defense, and so I'm excited. Okay, talk to me about that defensive staff and what influence they had on you because certainly as a defensive player, once that staff is sort of in limbo, that could be concerning. But BYU hires Jay Hill, and I know he visited your house. How was that visit? That visit was amazing, man. We had a very in-depth conversation about um, just being here and the traditions that BYU has and um, the values and the standards that BYU holds its players to. Um, we also went along and talked about the defense that he's bringing along with um, more of a downhill defense, a lot, a lot of pressuring the QB more. Um, there's not, not, not going to be much, so much drop eight anymore, you know, but uh, more of an attacking a QB from that type of standpoint. Um, I feel like that's going to be big going into this Big 12, um, this Big 12 scheme that we're going into. Um, that Big 12 scheme is big because, man, those teams, throw line is huge, you know. They like to run it down your throat. They like to run power. They're... They're very physical, so I feel like everything that they bring to the table defensively is amazing. So I, I have no doubt in my mind that we'll do good. Music to your ears, right, as a yes. linebacker? <laughs> You're like, yes. Yeah, yes. it's a key word from Jay Hill. We keep hearing attack, attack, yes. attack. Yeah. You know, let the big dogs eat, right? Those, yep. those are phrases that resonate. You are listed as a linebacker, but yes. I know that Coach Pua is like, hmm, <laughs> maybe I want CLA as an edge rusher. <laughs> yes. How do you feel about the idea of being a hybrid guy and moving positions potentially? You know, I just, going into freshman year, I feel like anything that I could do to be prepared and stay ready to whatever comes at me, throw it, on, throw it on the field or I practice, I feel like the biggest thing for me is just I just want to be prepared and ready to whatever happens. So, Okay, looking ahead to, uh, you know, the next year of your life. We'll come next summer and participate on the team next year, which is exciting. Um, I, was, there, was there any thought? Because some guys come early in January or whatever, but I'm also like, hey, you're a kid. You should enjoy high school. Um, it varies by guy, right? Yes. Um, so just, you know, it's just been crazy just going into like, um, just trying to, st I, we made the decision to stay in high school. Mm -hmm. So my mom wanted me to finish out high school and, um, we, it was kind of a family decision and just wanted, my mom wanted me to have this experience of being able to finish out high school and live the last, like, last, my last teen years, you know, of high school. And I feel like, I, mean, I, I didn't, I wasn't arguing with that, you know, so just, you know, going through this high school experience has been crazy. Every kid needs to go to their senior cotillion or prom or whatever uh, yeah, it is. I suppose yes. Zach right. Wilson famously took two <laughs> cheerleaders yes. to his prom while he was at BYU. 
You don't need to do that, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever. You can do whatever you want. One, one day's well, play. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. It, it's all good. <laughs> what aspect of your game, as you prepare to come to BYU, are you trying to work on the most right now? Um, honestly, just trying to – I'm honestly working on everything. I'm working on trying to stay in shape, trying to be in the best uh, physical and mental capabilities I could bring to the table going into this summer. Um, especially just wanting to be prepared just for whatever happens. Um, I want to be prepared for the, the new schemes or the new uh, the new approach, um, you could say, because it's not really a new defense. It's it's still Kalani's defense going in, and I feel like it's just they're taking a new approach to this uh, going into the Big 12 Conference. And so I feel like I just want to be prepared for whatever happens or whatever changes that may happen or need or need be. So. What's the relationship like with some of the other signees in the class? Oh, no, yeah, relationships are great, man. Going in, like, Ryder, uh, David, all those guys, man, we met on the uh, we met on the official visit. It was great. We talked, uh, talked a lot, a lot with uh, each other. We, uh, the last night before everyone head ho headed home Sunday, Sunday morning, we, we kind of stayed up until the hotel lobby. We stayed up until, like, <laughs> I guarantee you, like, I bet you not, I kid you not, I think three in the morning, we just stayed up talking in the hotel lobby, like eight of us. We just started talking. And I was like, we're all like, we're going to go to bed. And then like an hour later, we're like, oh, and now we're going to go to bed. But then another 30 minutes passed. But yeah, it was great. You're beginning to forge those relationships. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure at some point in that conversation, because you play linebacker and, you know, you're talking to some offensive guys, I'm, I'm sure some fun banter came up about how you would dominate the offense oh, yes. and whatnot. I mean, Ryder specifically, he's a confident kid. <laughs> yeah, right? No, yes. No, he sure is. No, yeah, those those conversations did come up. You know, we dog on each other a little bit here and there, you know, saying, like, if we were still in high school, who'd win? But, you know, we all know the question to that. <laughs> but, you know, it's a... Uh, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a fun experience to be, um, be around with them and create that type of relationship with them. What are you most excited about uh, looking ahead to uh, this experience at BYU for you? Honestly, college life, man. I just, I'm excited for it, man. You know, I love high school, but man, I'm I'm ready to get out of there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for this college life, and especially for the this next level of training and this next level of my life that's going to come at me full speed, and I'm I'm just ready to take it on, man. We've seen some really fun pictures of you and your mom and recruiting and. I thought we were signing your mom, Pam, too. Uh, hey, we signed you. you I think are, we did, in a way, right? you are signing we the family. Pam too. You are signing the family. Excited in the Letterman's jacket. Look at that. It's, it's a fan. It's a family deal. What was that experience like for you to be doing uh, that photo shoot with your mom? That was amazing. That was that was an amazing experience. I'm not gonna lie. Being there with my mom was. It meant everything. It just showed how much BYU cares for me and my, and my family. And just being there all together with my mom is. It truly was a dream come true just to have her along for the ride, you know, being here with me, especially me, um, just, you know, having this experience with family members and with my mom just made the experience like 10 times better. Yeah, yeah. Mom, mom about to get the quarterback, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mom, mom is Mom's in studio with us. Right Pam, Pam's, Pam's right here with us. Wait, Mom. There's Pam. Wait, wait, yeah, yeah. Mom. Yeah. Hey. She's, uh, she's bringing the swag to Studio B. Now, your dad, Peter. Uh, is obviously involved with BYU football. He is, in many ways, Kalani Satake's right-hand man, one of his best friends. So how is that relationship with your father, uh, how, how does that mix into this whole BYU deal and recruiting? Because I know he didn't want to put pressure on you, but of course, he would love for you to be at BYU. Yes. Yes, you know, my dad always had, he always tried to keep like a neutral standpoint throughout this recruiting process. And uh, I'm not going to lie, his BYU, uh, his BYU blood and his BYU uh, <laughs> um, views came trickling through a little bit here and there. But, you know, uh, but yeah, it, it, did, it did play a big part. It, did, it really did. My dad wanted me to come home and stay home. Um, like I said, 
um, being part, being with my family is a big part of me, and being able to stay home with them is just it's it's amazing. Congratulations to you, thank and you, your family. Yeah, so exciting, man. Cannot wait to watch you play for BYU. Uh, good luck with prom, however that goes. In a couple Thank months. You. <laughs> yes. And closing out your high school career. And we'll see you in just a few short months. He's going to the Big 12. Yes, sir. I'm excited. Thank you so much. You got it. Siala Sara with us on BYU Sports Nation. You know what? BYUSN is in a giving mood, but what exactly are we giving? Details on that next. Stay with us for more BYU Sports what Nation. What are we giving? I have no idea. What are we giving? This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. Sports Nation, we are live on a Thursday. It's a game day for BYU basketball, but on the heels of signing day, we definitely are focused on football right now. And not just recruiting football news, Jerem. BYU got news of a new assistant coach joining the staff, and he is with us now in Studio B. Sione Puha, welcome to BYU Football and BYU Sports Nation. Awesome. Thanks for having me. We're excited to be here. My family's excited to be here, so uh, you know, we're ready to roll. Hey, you, you were retired, and then you got brought out of retirement. This must have been some kind of offer for you. What, what brought you out of retirement? Yeah, I yeah, had, had a great experience, uh, you know, with, uh, with Utah where I was at and, and coaching there and just had a great experience. And there was just some things in, in, in my family. My family was in transition, had a missionary leaving, had a senior uh, in high school and wanted really to be present. Um, and so kind of just merged away from that. And then, uh, like they say, as doors swing open and close, other ones open. And uh, Kalani and Jay Hill s- sought this opportunity, and I thought it was a great opportunity. My family thought it was a great opportunity. Um, and now that thought has turned in, as we know now, as we know it is a great opportunity. So we're happy to be here. Is it weird wearing the Y? I mean, you wore, wore the U for a while. You've come over to this side now? Not weird at all. Okay, you know, good, good. Because yeah, you look good yeah, in blue. I appreciate it. Yeah, there's, there's, that, there's that book title that says, Be Where Your Feet Are, right? And so this yes. is where we're at. And uh, we're happy to be a part of it. I love that. Sione Puha, defensive line coach. And I got to be honest with you. We haven't said that officially, right? The team hasn't, but that's the (laughs) assumption. That's the assumption. We believe he's the defensive yeah. line Why coach. Would you know what? I know a little bit about safeties, too, so you never know, right? I could go back there, cover yeah. two, cover three. You've got a great relationship with Jay. You could probably talk yourself into whatever you want to cover. Yeah, you a lot. I want to do safeties. Yeah, it's it's all good. Okay, so I'm going to rewind to last week in Albuquerque, and I'm talking with some of the coaches. I'm not going to say names because I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but they, they didn't tell me that it was you that they were bringing on, but he's, he said to me, Spencer, I am so amped about who we are bringing <laughs> about in about these spots. Like, I'm so excited who's going to be working with us. Like, so to find out that it was you and know that you had that type of support from all of those staff members, what does that mean to you? Well, I think we were equally excited as well. Uh, you know, when, when there were talks about, uh, you know, when Jay gave me a call initially like two or three weeks ago, uh, Kalani gave us a call. We were able to visit with him. Uh, we were just as equally as excited. And so just to know that that kind of works on both, both ends, I think makes for a great, uh, great merger, a great partnership, a great team, and, and we're all in. You coached some of the greatest defensive lines that not just Utah had, but that the nation had there for several years, uh, you know, especially 18 to 21. Those groups were dynamic. A bunch of those guys are still in the NFL. What is it from that experience that you feel like 
hopefully you can put here at BYU to have equally good defensive lines. Right. It's, it's really understanding the process, right, and, and the different metrics it takes for, for development. Uh, we, on Saturdays, you, you just see the, the final product, right? But there's a process that takes place all the way from January to that point, and you got and, and really understanding those uh, those measurables, measuring them constantly, following up, uh, helping them develop, providing the support for them to develop to perform on Saturday. It's really understanding that process, and so uh, myself being uh, being a product of it as a player and being able to deliver that as a coach is something that that uh, is valuable and, and hope to bring all all in here at BYU. How is NIL impacting how the recruiting process will take shape? Uh, I, you know, I, it's, it's just another element of the recruiting process, right? And so the faster we learn how to adapt to it, the faster we learn how to uh, use it for our advantage, uh, the better it'll help us, right? It, it, we're, we're so used to the old way of doing things, and it's probably not going to go back. So uh, let's not return back to that, right? And say, oh, you know, those were the days or back in the days. No, it's, it's a new era. It's a, it's a new element of the game. And the faster we adapt to it and use it for our advantage and know how we can play it to, to our advantage, that'll help us in the recruiting process. And we heard from Siale. It certainly swayed him in, in the process of, ah, it's hard not to look at that, right? But ultimately chose BYU, which is awesome. Today the news is out of the Royal Blue, a new collective officially with the university, which yeah. is exciting. Um, but th this new scheme, more attack, more, you know, and every new coach wants to say they're going to do something faster and better. Like, no one's saying let's slow it down, rarely, right? We, for a while with the scheme, we've been told that uh, defensive linemen are uh, block eaters. Linebackers will come up and make a play. Mm -hmm. It feels like perhaps more will be expected in terms of havoc from the defensive line with this new scheme? Yeah, I mean, every, every, every scheme is, you know, based on, will be based on Kalani and will also be based on Jay Hill, right? I would like to think it as, uh, those are the schematic guys, right? My job as a position coach is to make sure it's sharp, that it's executed, right? That, that every particular part of their technique is executed so that when these coaches call it, they can depend that we'll be able to deliver uh, in terms of technique-wise and executing what we're supposed to do, so. What and is it, it yeah. Well, go, I'm go gonna ahead. ask you, what is it like to work with Jay Hill and and but be here on the BYU side. What what do we not know about him as a coach? Jay Hill. Well, he has an infectious smile, right? You know that already. Uh, super passionate. Uh, my first interaction with Jay, I was a freshman at Utah while he was a senior, so I got to see him from that spectrum of wow, that you know those are the senior class, and then him and his wife were. Uh, he, he was a GA, and him and his wife were just helping us in terms of the Fiesta Bowl when we went there, and so just to see their interaction and their relationship, and obviously unique to uh, not unique, but as everybody kind of seen when when his family had had a challenge with with his wife going through that, right? It kind of just drew, mm. it, it accentuated who he was uh, from the core, right? No surprise at all. And so to be able to see that, understand it, and want to emulate it yourself makes you just draw more to him. And, and for me, um, that draws a, a special bond between us and him uh, because of who he is and what he does and, and how he lives his life. Yeah, she's a cancer survivor, which is yes, uh, incredible, right? Absolutely. Okay, in terms of uh, scheme and the D-line, certainly fans want sacks. They want havoc. They want all the takeaways. The ball comes out quicker nowadays. Um, there are certain times where, you know, drop eight works in a certain situation, sometimes where it doesn't or whatever. What can fans expect from this defense in terms of uh, a scheme? Or, but, and what's real given Big 12 offenses too, which will be a new challenge? 
Yeah, I mean, you get into the P5, you get into the Big 12, and, and you know, that's where, where they put on, uh, put on your big boy pants, and, and they're just going to, it's really just squat rack versus squat rack. And so uh, as we go through the season uh, in terms of training in the January, and, that, and that's what it's really about, is to get our guys to be leaner, faster, stronger, to be able to be able to compete against those different offenses. So, you know, what you can expect is definitely a tough culture, a physical culture and a skilled culture, especially from the D-line. And we've established that yesterday in a meeting that we have, really is just tough physical and skilled and you put those uh, we put those together and that's what we build in January not what we build on, on game week Monday that's what we build in January we come in and that's pretty much our values that's our focus because when we come that day if we become the best skilled we become the best physical and become the best tough uh, defensive front then we'll be able to, to, to put something good on the field he is a defensive assistant coach We've not made anything I'm official about positions. Like anything but D line. <laughs> Whatever. It's not, it's not we'll official. Say it. You didn't say it. Sione Puha with us on BYU Sports Station. What do you know about the personnel that you inherit on the current roster? I know it's early, but what do you yeah. know about the personnel? Yeah, super early. We had I had you know, I came into the office yesterday and uh, had some of our players that were still on campus come in and be able to talk to them, and they're hungry. I know that for sure. They're hungry to get better. They're hungry to get pushed. They're hungry to learn the scheme. They're hungry to to take it all in. So it was so good to be here, be able to feel that from them. Um, we had our, our first 45 minutes was just me listening to their story. Like, what is it? Uh, some of the questions that I asked that really gave me some good insight was not, and there's basic questions like, you know, why, why what's your why to football? But one of the important questions I asked him was like, what's your relationship with football? Because I really mm. wanted to understand what that relationship was and strengthen that relationship so that now it's more inner-driven from them. So really a lot of listening on my part to feel who they are, feel what's important to them. And as many coaches, a lot of coaches have like different specialties, like, oh, I'm a technique guy or I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a X's and O's guys and have different types of, of uh, specialties. For me, I told my guys this year, I'm a you guy. You know, I coach you and whatever you're good at and whatever you're well at and what are your deficiencies. I'm not going to put you into this box, but I'm going to see what you're good at, add to it, and, and make sure that you become better at the deficiencies that you do have currently. And that's Y-O-U, not the letter U, just to be clear. Y-O-U, yes. I'm just kidding. Yes. Okay, in the transition to a Power Five, certainly you were at Utah after your time in the NFL, mainly with the Jets, right? What is it that um, took Utah um, some time and then eventually led to conference championships that hopefully BYU can expedite in some way in the Big 12 because independence kind of ramped up those schedules a little more than the G5 originally? Right. Just getting our processes down, understanding our culture, having a process that houses and uh, that drives the culture and then continue just to repeat it over and over and over. And then getting our players, uh, the players that we have in rosters and players that come in, when they come in, there's already an environment where it fosters the, the thriving and winning success, the traditions that, that we have here at BYU and the things that are going to be built. Awesome. We, before you leave us, we have something for okay, you. We okay, we got a swag box for you. You all need right. to get outfitted, right? So we yes. got BYU Sports Nation, okay. all kinds of goodies in do there I, for Do you. I open this up right now or open uh, it up at home or whatever. wait until Christmas? Or? Oh, you, that's a good idea. You, yeah, you can you just can do whatever you want. How about you do this? I'll, I'll open it during Christmas. Yes. I'll record it on a, on a video. I'll send it in <laughs> send and maybe you can use it in yeah, one of your commercials. I love it. That's great. That we love okay. it. Yes. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much. Keep, keep the drama. Let's go. We're so excited to be here. Welcome to you. I love being here. Thank you.
All right. Okay, coming up, uh, you know, you, you want to watch some games, some shows that you missed, BYUSN.com, we got you. We got you. It's got live games, got games on demand, shows. All the Spencer Linton you could ever want oh boy. is on BYUSN.com. You're supposed to make it enticing, Jerem. <laughs> uh, what would you give any BYU athlete or team for Christmas? We just gave Sione a box of goodies. We wish we could give all of you. What that. would you give to a coach or player? We'll discuss next on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation on a Thursday, live in Studio B. Our question of the day is this. Three days away from Christmas, so what? you could get one Christmas gift for a BYU team or athlete, maybe even a coach, whatever. Fire's back. What nice. would it be? Warm yourself, Jerem. Next to the cozy fire. This is a legit fire, too. We got smoke and stuff. Nick Lee on Twitter says, Patrick Mahomes left Texas Tech with a year of eligibility. Mm -hmm. Andy Reid gets into the Christmas spirit and gives Mahomes to BYU on loan to play in 2023 in the conference he knows so well. Winners find a way. Hashtag BYU. Winners do find a way. That would be incredible. Uh, Yeah. I don't know what I would give uh, BYU. Some kind of Power 5 boost jet pack so that next year BYU <laughs> and basketball and football just comes in and competes right away. It's going to take a, a moment, right? Uh, perhaps a couple of years. We'll see. I don't know how quickly is realistic to expect BYU to compete in that league. In basketball, I don't expect a conference championship uh, until the rapture, if that at all. <laughs> like, I just want to make the NCAA tournament, right? Um, but in football, I would love to feel like within the first decade, BYU makes a, a conference championship game if they still have them later. Yeah, who knows it, what becomes of conference championship games. Yeah, and does the new standard, as I mentioned like a month ago or whatever, does that now change to, okay, it's the ultimate goal isn't the Big 12 title per se, although that's great, that's on the way, is make the playoff, even if you're that second Big 12 yeah, team. Does 12, or is the number one goal Big 12 title, period? Probably that. Does a 12-team playoff take away the need for conference championship games? I, I, is there still a need? Is there too much money? Is it too lucrative for the it, league? Is, the, and the is teams? it because you like if you win the conference championship game, you get the auto bid into well, the Well, they've said the top five right? teams will make it, right? Or was it six? It was six. Yeah. Like, does the top six teams does that include auto bids? Are those auto bids? Those are auto bids. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. Like, so I, if the auto bids Therefore, are in play, they're not going to win those, the big those championship games. Aren't going to go anywhere for no. sure. Well, you could just declare your regular season champ in theory. You but. could, but money. Yeah. Caleb Plew yeah. on Instagram says, I'd love to get Spencer a win in Fantasy Friday football. Uh, Caleb. Did you mean me? Hey, Kyle, Caleb, Did you Caleb. mean Spencer in basketball? Yeah, I th- I'm thinking you mean basketball. I went 12-1 and one in football. Well, we said winner take all. <laughs> no, so. no. You said that. <laughs> Nobody else said that. In Jerem's world. We on this side in Jerem's of the world. table. <laughs> <laughs> our elite voice today presented by PAX. Healthcare Elevated from Chris Wetzel on Twitter, who adds, a gift that any BYU athlete can summon the power of BYU Sports Nation karma at oh, yeah. will. Thor summoning a lightning bolt or Mjolnir, right? Yeah. The name of his hammer? Hashtag pure power. Yeah, that would be nice. That would take away the special feature of the karma, though. Like it just No, you just use it in special moments only. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Okay, listen, tonight as BYU men's basketball takes on Weber State. In the final non-conference game of the year, 8 Eastern on BYU Radio, starting with Cougar Pregame Live. And why a change in rebound totals make all of the difference this week, at least for now, in fantasy basketball. This is BYU Sports Nation.
BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Sports Nation is on demand. Download the free apps. Also, you can listen to the podcast, subscribe, rate, and review this just in on the Instagram. Clark Barrington announces he is going to Baylor. So not shocking. Joining uh, his brother uh, Campbell and Jeff Grimes and Eric Mateos. Perhaps BYU plays Baylor in the Barringtons next year, we will mm, see. That would be interesting. And where will that game be played? BYU is also going to see Shaley Gonzalez at Texas next year. So a couple of former Cougs in the Big 12. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah. For a little, little petty and vindictive, for sure. <laughs> they were still at Brigham. All good. All right, let's update our basketball fantasy standings after yesterday's women's basketball game. Yeah. Huge day for your players, Jer. I had a 26-point yeah. lead going into yesterday's fantasy contest. Call me the Vikings. But my goodness, you, you just you erased it, and now you're in position to go 3-0 on the season if uh, you have a good La- game tonight. Lauren Gustin, massive performance, 35-pointer with uh, 23 rebounds, 12 points. Uh, Dylan Jones is a double-double machine, and so I'm, I've got three guys going tonight. You have two. Uh, excited for hopefully we'll be another win right now. I'm up two, but who knows? We didn't know the Foose wasn't going to play last Thursday against Yeah, West maybe Michigan. he doesn't play Stuff tonight. Happens. And that's the only way I could possibly win this Then it's two-on-two. Two. It's a fair fight at that point. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. All right. Summoning that Spencer football energy. Gideon well, George. I have and... won three in a row, including football. Let's uh, not forget that part. Please. I am on a 12, roll, baby. 12 and 1. I'm going to Vegas. Yeah, Jaron Hall doesn't play in the bowl game. <laughs> You're no, welcome. No, Jaron Hall, I finally had a shot. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Gideon George and Down Hall are going to need to do something absolutely magical tonight. Boost and Rudy. And, and uh, Dylan Jones is, is awesome. Well, and to your credit, you picked Rudy when he was kind of at a low point. Like, you drafted him when things were not going well. He's been him. awesome. He has been week. fantastic since you drafted Incredible him. Incredible off the bench. That's all he needed. He needed to know that you drafted he him. Needed the, he needed the confidence. Yeah, for sure. It wasn't anything from Mark Pope or any of the coaches who actually coached him. <laughs> all right, today's Rise and Shout Out presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of B. BYU Athletics. Uh, how about to just all of you across BYU Sports Nation? Yeah. Merry Christmas. What a year. Uh, we'll see you before the new year, but happy new year. I will. Let's, let's throw that in. I'll Jeremy see you on New Year's Eve. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'll see I'm, you back uh, here on the 29th. Uh, in all sincerity, we appreciate what you do for us and the interactions you bring to us and that you're, you're here with us. And the show is growing, and we certainly appreciate it. Yeah, viewership has been, uh, has been great this year as, as fans are excited about uh, the Big 12 coming up and another successful BYU football season. Men's hoops kind of figuring it out. Uh, but and, and you and I call all the women's sports BYU. So they've been awesome, yeah. and we look forward to another fun uh, winter semester of awesome sports coming up in a couple weeks. Can't wait for that. Our thanks to today's guest, BYU football signee Siali Asera, and he's going to be the defensive line coach, yeah. Sione Puha. He was great, by the way. Sorry to Dennis, ran out of time. Man. For Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to Bryce Doman. We'll see you tonight for BYU men's basketball in-state showdown against Weber State. Pre-game cover starts at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain. Don't miss it. Go Cougs. Chestnut. ships come sailing in on Christmas Day.